from my quiet and peaceful Webster Groves office in suburban St. Louis County, Missouri. Don't call me the city. This is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance podcast put on by me, Michael Young, an insurance coverage and bad faith lawyer here in St. Louis, working uh, from home today as I record this because St. Louis was, again, uh, home to Snowmageddon number two. Snowmageddon number one and Snowmageddon number two both were days where the uh, weather forecasters predicted many inches of ice, many feet of snow, and as I look outside onto my uh, front yard right now, it looks like uh, it's it's a little moist out there, and that's about it. So uh, the entire city was shut down. We're all working at home, and, and there's no snow. Nevertheless, uh, we're going to carry on and continue with our series on the top 10 things that insurance companies can do to uh, lose their ability to assert their insurance coverage defenses. And the first one on the list, as we mentioned in the last episode, was when an insurance company loses coverage to the insured during the underwriting process. You know, it is possible for an insurance company to lose its coverage defenses even before a claim or a lawsuit even arises. Uh, these losses result from basically deficiencies in the underwriting process. So, for example... When an insured may apply for a policy, the insurance agent or the insurance company may make certain assurances to a prospective policyholder as to the types of claims that the policy may cover. When a lawsuit or claim later arises that falls within the scope of the coverage promised by the insurance company or its agents, many jurisdictions will actually require the carrier to provide that coverage despite the fact that the policy on its face doesn't provide coverage. Now, I don't know if a lot of jurisdictions do this, but uh, Illinois, for example, has a very strong uh, duty to read that is placed upon the policyholder. Uh, and essentially, you know, the insured has to read the policy, and if there are any deficiencies in it, that is, the policy doesn't match what he or she felt like was promised to them by the carrier or the agent, they have an obligation to inform the insurance company to get that language changed. Um, and, and in those states where that happened, the insurance failure to report these issues to the insurance company is, is done at its own own peril. Uh, one of the you know leading cases on this, and, and by the way, I'll have a, a link to this case in the show notes. It's the Laurent versus Johnson case. Uh, this is a case where uh, it had a essentially a health insurance policy that had a $100,000 maximum calendar year policy limit on it, which was very clearly placed on the policy. However, the plaintiff in that case, once they had a claim, uh, alleged that the insurer's agent had told the plaintiff and her husband that the most that they would have to pay out of pocket during any given year for a claim was $4,000, and that after that, the policy was, quote, essentially unlimited. So the plaintiff thought that they had an unlimited limit on its policy when, in fact, it only had a $100,000 uh, uh, maximum coverage under that. Illinois, though, as I mentioned, has a very strong duty-to-read obligation that is placed upon the insurance company. In that case, the appellate court in Illinois said that, no, uh, the policy limit says $100,000. That's all there is. And they, the court actually wrote, quote, where an insured sues his insurer and or his insurer's agent claiming that a policy provision should not be given effect because the provision was incorrect 
or not in keeping with what the insured was told by the insurer or the agent, the insured may not recover against the insurance company or the agent for that error or discrepancy if the insured failed in his duty to read the policy and to inform the insurer or the agent of that error or of the discrepancy in the policy, end quote. So, you know, that's a pretty tough case for policyholders that even if they're promised one thing, allegedly by the agent or the company, if the policy doesn't match, it's on them to read the policy and figure it out. Obviously, not every state's going to do it that way. I kind of wonder what, you know, Missouri or, or some of these other challenging jurisdictions for insurance companies might do. Um, but again, in some tougher jurisdictions, if the insurance company or the agent promises certain kind of coverage to the insured, and the policy doesn't match it, the company may be stuck with that. You know, So anyway, that is the uh, first way that an insurance company can lose its insurance coverage defenses if it promises coverage during the underwriting process that somehow negates that defense. So that's the first one. We have nine more to go. It's going to be a, a fun ride, as you can imagine. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.